Hello everyone, this is the new Runner on Air. I'm here, Katie G. Okay, and we're here with a couple members from the Black Student Union um, leaders on campus. And today's topic is gonna be about black leadership. We're gonna be discussing involvement on campus regarding leadership. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce um, the members that are here, the students as well. You wanna start? Uh, my name is Kirsty. Hi, my name is Alexandria Thomas. I'm a student here at um, CSUV. Um, I'm in the psychology. Hi, my name is Chelsea Lear McDowell. I'm the marketing manager for the lovely newspaper, The Runner. Hi, I'm Jasmine Jones. I'm in public relations for the BSU and I'm a nursing major. Hi, my name is Kelly Dogier. I'm a staff member here at CSUV in the English department, the writing program. I'm also the co-advisor for the Black Student Union. And our first question I have for everyone is, what is leadership to you? What is leadership? Okay. I think leadership is um, take the understanding that you take everybody's strengths and you utilize them to accomplish a goal and you guide them uh, the best way you can, or at least lead them to people who can help them enhance um, their abilities, uh, whatever they're good at. If they're if they're good at communicating, then you help them with that. You, you put them in position to be successful in the thing that they are they excel at. Uh, I think leadership isn't just the idea that you're the one who's heading everything. I think leadership is also you stepping back and saying, "I am not good at this, but you're good at it," mm -hmm. and then getting them to feel comfortable and their greatness. So that's my definition of leadership. Anyone else want to add to that? Um, yeah. Um, I would like to say um, what you just said was very important towards the end, which is knowing that just because you wear the title of leader, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to be able to do everything. You have to literally be able to step outside of yourself, step from underneath that title and get to know the different people within your network that that you work with because you may not be a good speaker but you know somebody else that is you may not be good at networking in certain areas but you know another person is and just divide up those those letters that make up leadership amongst those people and let them run with it i mean of course with you know um, a diameter or a spectrum but let them do what let them do what it is that they do best and um, trust their skill so that forces you to get to know the people again within your network and get to know what they're good at what their strengths are what their weaknesses are and that's that's very intricate um, to be able to step outside of the norm it's not like hoarding things oh oh no this is mine oh oh no this is mine because then you end up in that I category or that my category and there's no my and no I and team. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a group of people and it's hard because you have to know that you can trust the people that you're working with and it's trial and error. I think that's where a lot of people get it, get it misconstrued. They expect everything to just cohesively just come, just be able to come together and it doesn't always work that way. You'll have some people that want to be a part of it just because there were things happening, not knowing um, the things that it took to make those things happen. Um, so bouncing off of what is leadership, 
I want to talk about what is leadership in the context of being Black or Afro-American? Um, what is Black leadership? And, and does that differ from being for regular leadership? Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> hell, yeah. Hell yes. Count, count on your hands. How many present Black leaders do you find today? We, um, Bree and myself, we both took um, leadership communications. And one of the things our professor asked was, who doesn't want to be a leader? My hand shot up so fast. And <laughs> they did it with, like, both hands. And my professor was like, put your hands down. Put your hand down. You want to be a leader? No, I don't. And she was like, okay, tell me why. I said I would, but he raised his hand first. And so after the gentleman was like, it's a, it's a lot of work and this, that, and the other, and I don't want to be the one to carry that burden. Okay, that's one good reason. But another reason is, is being black and you're a leader means being outspoken, knowing that you won't be liked, and knowing that it will cost you your life. You have to be ready to lay down your life, your family goes with you. You're not just leading by yourself. Your family they rise with you they fall with you and you are you don't just carry the burden of just being a leader you carry the burden of the masses you become that representative of an entire race of how an entire race will be perceived you look at your, you look mm -hmm. at the leaders of the 60s and the 70s even with the black panther movement even with malcolm x even with martin luther king even with rosa parks who is the only woman laid at stake but you look at that what did it cost them for us, it cost us an entire generation of children that we will never know what happened. It wasn't just older generations that were marching. It was the kids that were marching because they were tired and they needed to change. But they rallied behind a dream that we are, that we're living. Are we really living this dream? And you have to ask yourself with all the different things that have happened within these years, within these couple of years with the Black Lives Matter movement, even with Obama being president, violence in Chicago itself escalated almost 80 to 85 to 95% in a place who was pushing for him to be president, thinking that there would be a difference because he was in office. You have to look at how much change have we really accomplished and it's only been a hundred years. So it hasn't been that long. So you have to ask yourself what has happened Jesse Jackson marched with Martin Luther King. He came out with that campaign. I am somebody. And then what? I guess it's just what kind of, you know, black leader we're talking about. You can be a black leader like MLK or mm -hmm. you can be a, a black teacher. I feel like they're both leaders. Yeah, there's different no, no. types of yeah. leaders, leaders, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think you went, you jumped to a lot of different things um, with what you just said. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think... Black leadership, yeah, as you said, is, you know, there's uh, a spectrum of black leadership. But I think the common thing with being a black lead, there is risk in it. Mm -hmm. um, you're not always met with the most positive, uh, <laughs> the positive experiences. Usually you aren't. Uh, usually people think of you pos positively after you've passed away. I think a lot of people forget that you brought up Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. um, he was not seen in a very favorable light when he was preaching the things that he was preaching. Uh, only after he's passed away, now people are like, oh, let's live the dream. Well, it's easy to say that now when the person's gone. Right. And you don't actually have to uphold to, to that. You know, there's nothing that's signed that says that you have to do that, but it sounds good. Mm -hmm. It's nice to like, some mar it's, nice, it's a nice marketing tool. It looks cute on a shirt. You can sell the, you can sell the dream. 
And I think that's what's being ha what's happening now, that you're being sold a dream, but in terms of black leadership. Um, I always have a problem with when people say a leader. I never like the idea that there's one person um, holding this torch because when that person isn't there, it's almost like it dies with that person. It extinguishes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the light goes away or the movement dies and then someone else has to pick that up again and start it again. But as soon as they pass away or something happens to them or they're seen as not being a legitimate leader, it's like, it's almost like when you're, you're giving facts and then you curse and then they erase all the facts you gave mm -hmm. and they said, but you were cursing. So now I, I, everything you said is not relevant. Well, no, everything was relevant, but after that person passed away, we're going to act like it never happened. Right. Or we're going to pick and choose what we want to sell that idea back to you that maybe one day we can have this thing called equality or whatever. But I find that being a leader itself is, um, as we were discussing earlier, what we determine as being leader. Uh, I think a true leader understands that there can't be one person who no. leads. Mm -hmm. There has to be a multitude of people with that same idea. It may not be the same approach, but with that same idea, well, we want to get to the same goal because you can't kill everybody. Everybody can't die with it. Everybody can't. The, the, the dream or the goal um, will not end with that one or two people. Yeah. I think that that's what's important about black leadership and, and why it's so hard for us to kind of grasp it because we there's not enough leaders. Right. There's enough people. There's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'll follow you because it sounds good. But the moment it's over, it's like, okay, well, I'm right, looking for the next person. Right, and then it's just the yeah. people I'll follow you on Instagram. Or exactly, Twitter. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. It's a following nature, right? And I, again, some people can't help that. That's just in them. They can't help that. Oh, I'll just follow. Mm -hmm. um, but I think you have to, as leadership goes, you have to create more people who think like that. You have to. <clears throat> give them the confidence to lead themselves. If that goal aligns with your goal, then that's wonderful. And it keeps it going. So that's, that's my opinion on right. black leadership. I think what you said was important, where on different levels, whether you're a teacher or whatever position you may have, and you may not be seen favorably. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people seem to overlook or discount, that even in this, in academia, you have, you know, you're, you have black leaders that aren't looked at favorably. Mm -hmm. You have them that are looked at or perceived at as combative because they've mistaken their passion for a form of ingress mm -hmm. for, for, uh, for a form of aggression. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something else to be looked at because you see something and because it's it acts contour to how you perceived as what is the norm. Mm -hmm. It is often not received. The message mm -hmm. is not received. It's often lost, and we see that. We see that daily, and it's just things that things that we need to improve on. We, as in a whole, we as in a people, we always talk about change and how effective change mm -hmm. is. But in order for change to be effective, you have to watch for change. You have to listen to change. You have to be ready for change. And here's the thing: we all talk about change, change, change. But when it's at your doorstep. You don't want to open your door. You don't want to let it in. Yeah, but that's also fear-based, too. I mean, there's upheaval and change. Um, you're asking people to... <coughs> Sorry. Like, how have their lives been affected by this thing that you want to change? Right. If their lives have been comfortable, then that's a lot to consider 
you know, that helping somebody or just, I, I don't have a problem. I, I like, that was interesting when people say things like, um, well, I'm an advocate for people, mm -hmm. but then they don't know work. Mm -hmm. Like, that's great. You're like, oh, I, I, I'm rooting for you, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just right, like, right, okay, right. I, hope, I hope everything keeps going your way. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Thanks. Thanks for your kind words. <laughs> right. I guess. Thanks for right. your kind words. But um, I know you, we were talking earlier about like leadership. Us, mm -hmm. uh, me and Jasmine were talking about it. And uh, you said something very interesting. Uh, we were in my office. We were talking um, about, we were planning an event. And I said, I'm so happy that you took over and did the event on your own. You're like, I didn't do anything. I just called people. I said, no, that is huge. <laughs> That is huge that you took over and that you want to do something. And that's the, that's the leadership in you. That's the, I'm going to go and take care of it. Mm -hmm. Here's the goal. We have, a, we have a common goal, and this is how I'm going to take care of it. And all you did was come back and tell me, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Fantastic. Let's do it. I didn't have to even yeah, work. Was, I didn't have to. It was right. a perfect package. And yeah. that was like, but, but with that, mm -hmm. even, even though I did take the initiative and I did that, and you would say, mm -hmm. okay, that's a leader. Um, I think it's important that when you're talking about black leadership, mm -hmm. you really understand what you're talking about because I'm black mm -hmm. and just because I have a leader role doesn't, that this is not the same thing as we're talking about of somebody who's actually trying to lead black people because you can have, a, you can have somebody who's black mm -hmm. in a high position, mm -hmm. well-educated, but if they're not leading black people specifically, they're they're a leader who is black, but they are not leading black people specifically. That doesn't mean that you're not like working with other races or anything like that, but there's a difference. And so for you to be a leader of the black people, I think it takes a special person because you have mm. you have specific qualities the leader has. Everybody already knows them. And it's funny that you asked this because I actually had this topic discussed um, in my class, actually, just like I think last semester when I wrote an essay about this very topic, um, because you have these archetypes, right? So you have the hero, and that's who would usually be considered the leader, right? And that's the person who, you know, stand up guy or girl, stand, you know, um, they they follow the rules, they, people gravitate towards them. Um, so this is the kind of person that, I mean, if there's like a disaster or earthquake or something, you know, the person who's like, Follow me, I got this. The person people are just look to. Like, what are we going to do? Um, and that's a leader. But for you to sp specifically lead our, our people, like black people, um, just because of the position that we are currently in in society, just where we are and where we need to be. Um, if you're a leader, you have to be able to take kind of like what you guys were saying earlier to mm -hmm. piggyback off of that. You're taking a group of people and you're leading to the leading them to their full potential, or at least mm -hmm. leaving them better than they were when you found them. So, like you said, you know, if they if something right. happens to them, at least they're not just right where they were when they started. So, you know, the, it can continue. To bury the man, continue the plan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, right. um, on top of that, in what I had wrote um, in my essay, is that you also for the for to be a leader of the black people. You not only have to be a hero, but you also have to have like that outlaw kind of mentality because where we are, we're not going to get better if we are just following the same rules that we've been following. And so that's why me personally, um, I love Martin Luther King, of course, but when I look back, I'm like, you know, 
Malcolm X. X. Now that, <laughs> that's my guy right there. Because he, he had that outlaw mentality and how Alex was saying earlier. Um, this is one of the qualities that you have to have. You have to be okay with people not liking you. You have to be okay exactly, with that. Exactly, because yeah. you're leading people from one state. You're leading them from, you're trying to get them from A to Z. And so you got to pass by B, C, D, all that, you know. And trying to pull them through there, people are not going to like you. They're People are not going to want to leave A. They're not, then they're going to fight you to not leave B. They're going to fight you, you know. But you just have to keep on doing it. And you have to, you have to be able to say, whereas a leader who happens to be black, would say, okay, guys. So we're gonna, con- you know, we're gonna, we're gonna continue doing what we what we've been doing. So we're gonna go reach out to these y- the youth. Go to college. Go go sign up at um you know your Cal State or whatever your local school. You know, then get a good job. Where a black leader trying to you lead black people, they're gonna reach out to the black youth and be like, hey, you you know, if you want to go to college, go to college. Make sure you do that. Here's how you, you know, get into scholarships. But also, if you don't want to go to college, that's fine, too. You know, like this is, um, you know, like, let me create jobs for those of you who are realistically you can't because you got to get out of that mentality where, OK, I leave high school. I'm going to go to college because realistically, it's not for everybody. And not it's every not. there are plenty of people right, from right. other races who don't do that. But we keep on telling, you know, if we're just going to keep on telling people, keep doing what you've been doing, it's just going to keep on not working. 